Thanks for stopping by. I'm Eric Carpenter. This is News Unbroken. Today, the dispute between Russia and the Ukraine continues. And from the United States stance and the world stance, we really don't want this to grow into a total international affair. Things could go very bad very quickly. What I want to do today is look a little bit back in the history and what may have led to this international crisis. Now, until recently, my interest and my knowledge of the Ukraine was severely lacking. Obviously, there have been people that uh, know a lot of what has gone on over the years between Russia and the Ukraine. I want to first highlight a little bit from an article that's not new. This was written 12 years ago by Peter Hitchens. Peter Hitchens, he is a writer now for the Daily Mail in the UK. He has been stationed in Russia as a reporter. He has been stationed in Washington, D.C., as a reporter. Well, back in 2010, Peter was in the Crimean, and while he was there, he was surveying the rival fleets of Russia and the Ukraine. They both had their Navy ships there in the harbor, The banner on the Ukrainian ship, glory to the Ukrainian Navy. Well, another across the water bore the words, glory to the Russian Navy. Well, in the streets, you found both the Russians and the Ukraine Navy. They uh, were mingling along the streets. The Russians, they looked like Russians, had their huge hats, their uniforms, and apparently the Ukrainians looked more like the U.S. Navy on shore leave in San Diego. Said it was almost funny to see. But a lot of Russians in that area, and at that point, Ukraine was trying to make Russia, Russian a second language. The schools promoting as national heroes people that the Russians strongly disliked and considered terrorists. And the Ru- Russia and the Ukraine had kind of gotten along for quite a while. And So they were renaming towns, but uh, apparently most everyone uh, in the town still used the old names. 
You'd hear Russian radio stations playing in town, downtown, as you went around. Uh, you sat down, you'd have a Russian beer, and Ukraine, wanting to be a rigid ethnic nationalist state, and trying to work a peaceful deal with the Russians, well, that would have to happen. Well, it, it really hasn't, hasn't happened. The Ukraine government really treating um, the eastern part of what is now Ukraine uh, very badly. The Ukraine army has used severe force against the Russian civilians in the uh, Donbass area and cut off water, shelling the area. So Putin, it is an illegal invasion of a sovereign country and you have to wonder how much of it revolves around the continuous press to be part of NATO uh, by the current Ukrainian uh, regime. Now, keep in mind, the current regime in the Ukraine back a little over a year ago, February 2021, there were three opposition TV stations in Ukraine. Well, the government closed them down on the grounds of national security. In fact, they, they went dark the very night that they were declared to be grounds of national security. They were shut down. The opposition politician, he was put under house arrest last year on a charge of treason. Sounds kind of lawyer, you know, what Putin might do, but that's what's been going on for over a year in Ukraine. It is not the uh, fine, peaceful place that uh, some would have you believe. The, uh, a man that has uh, been in Ukraine near the uh, fighting going on, he's been live streaming, he reports what he sees. Of course, that's how I got most of my information on the truck convoy in Canada were from live streamers right on the scenes because it was just the opposite of what you would hear from the government TV networks in Canada. Well, it's kind of the same way in Ukraine. Well, the man that has been live streaming information he has now been put on a hit list by Zelensky. So, 
we may be short-lived here in uh, getting actual news out of the Ukraine by independent people that live stream instead of either just the Russian news pieces or the Ukrainian news pieces or some very biased uh, reports out from reporters that the uh, Zelensky uh, has allowed to report from Ukraine. You remember when Joe Biden and the Allies were spreading mass panic that Russia had attacked a nuclear power plant and put it aflame, radiation pouring out. Of course, there was no radiation pouring out. The workers at that plant are still running that nuclear power plant. What had happened? The Ukrainian army had gone into that plant and they were chased by Russians. Yes, Russians did get to that nuclear power plant going after the Ukrainians that had already gotten into that secure area. Yes, there was a fire, but it had nothing to do with actual nuclear uh, uh, nuclear radiation getting out from that plant, and very quickly that fire was put out with no damage. So right now, requests are being made uh, for NATO to make it a no-fly zone. They want more aid from NATO. And the next week will be very interesting to see where we go. From all accounts, the Russians really were not prepared to go in uh, to Ukraine and uh, face the opposition, but everyone when Russia did go in figured it would take at least a month because that's how long previous battles have taken. So we'll, we'll see what develops in the near time, but uh, it's not all as you hear and see it. If you uh, can get direct feeds from the Ukraine or from uh, some of the areas, I think you'll see uh, kind of a different, different approach. And uh, um, neither side can really be the uh, good guy in this. And uh, probably both sides are going to be ending up the bad guy. And uh, so... All we can do is, uh, from my perspective, is hope that the United States does not get drawn in to a uh, big, long confrontation between Russia and the Ukraine. This one, it's best we just stay out of.
Eric Carpenter, just some some of my thoughts today on what's going on in the Ukraine. Uh, just sometimes when I hear some of the U.S. reports, uh, many of them are just so wrong. Once you once you delve into uh, the situation and and look at information from a lot of other countries around the world. <laughs> 